I think it's very important for us to discuss why it's very important for us to feel our feelings, especially because we live in this era where it's much easier for us to put on this mask of strength and show others that we're not faced by what they do, what they say, how they treat us. And we know at the bottom of our hearts that this does affect us, but just for the sake of us not letting people in and trying to build these walls, we would rather put up this front that we are okay, we are not really bothered by what people do, but it's very important for us to be able to be in tune with our feelings because the more we suppress them, the more we won't know how to deal with them or how to even recognize that this is a certain feeling. So your body might be showing you things, but you're not really careful to check on what exactly it's communicating to you. And so as it ha continues to happen, you continue to be uh, in the dark about what your body is going through, what your body is trying to tell you. And to a very great extent, you make your intuition dormant. And that will result in you not being able to tell when it's time to fly out, to use the flight um, technique or to use the fight technique just to get yourself out of situations that may uh, bring you harm or danger. So we have to be very in tune with our feelings. I'm not saying that we act overly emotional, but we have to find a balance in a way that we are able to acknowledge that we are feeling a certain way and also ride that wave and then afterwards let it go because our feelings don't define us <laughs> forgive me i had to put my cat uh, somewhere where it could play it's actually it's time to do some rounds up on the <laughs> rooftop so that's something that we usually do so let's get back to feeling our feelings so I believe that we have various reasons that we should acknowledge when it comes to feeling our feelings. So why is it very important for us to feel our feelings? So feelings are energy. So depending on how we use them, we're able to transform this energy to different areas, to different people. But energy doesn't die. It doesn't escape. It's just transformed from one form to another. So it depends on how we use it. And the first importance is that it is a huge indicator. Our feelings are huge indicators of what we feel. Are we happy? Are we comfortable? Are we cold? Are we warm? Are we content? Are we angry? Are we uncomfortable? So our feelings will let us know what we are feeling. So either our body will be shivering to mean that we need to uh, put on some warm clothes or get to a warmer space, or we will feel that we are not at an easy place or we're feeling uneasy. So we would likely separate ourselves from the group that we're with or try and soothe our body or our mind if that is what is required for, from us to feel better. So that's the first thing. I believe that it is a great indicator to us 
when we are in tune with our feelings. The second reason why I feel it's very important for us to feel our feelings is that we can ex express, sorry, we can express our needs if we feel our feelings. So if we are not in tune with our bodies and knowing that we are feeling uncomfortable, knowing that we are feeling angry, then it's very hard for us to communicate that to other people, those who are around us. And I believe that communication is very important, as I have discussed in previous episodes. But communication is very, very important. And communicating our needs to get us to a better place is important for us to not only alleviate pain, but also to let people know how they could handle us. So if you're in a fragile state, state and you're not communicating it people might not really be able to read your mind and read your nonverbal cues and would therefore miss out on that message that you want to share with them and i believe it's very important for us to communicate our needs and we also have to start from somewhere by allowing ourselves to acknowledge that we feel some type of way so that's the second reason why i believe it's very very important for us to feel our feelings. The third reason why I believe it's very important for us to feel our feelings is because our feelings could actually be positive motivators. So if we're feeling uncomfortable and it could be because we're not really moving our body the way we need to or we're not really eating the right things, this is just one example, but that could be a very positive motivator for us to do things a bit differently so that maybe our bowel movement is you know more comfortable or more easy to do and uh, we're able to uh, move the parts of our bodies that we feel are not very comfortable so if we are in tune with our feelings then in this case when it's uh, all about physical movement and eating the right foods that is foods uh, that are rich in fiber, then that has been a, a motivator for us to move from a space of uncomfortability to a more comfortable state. So I believe that that's also huge when it comes to feeling our feelings. And it's the same thing if we're feeling angry and then we're able or disappointed because something didn't pan out the way we thought it would. And we're able to see how that affects us and move to a better place where we can make the necessary changes to get us at the more at a more comfortable place in our lives so whatever that feeling is it could be a motivator for you to do better change the plan uh, do things a bit differently and ultimately get the changes that you desire so that's on it being a very good way to positively motivate you to do the right thing and maybe i could share also on fear because i believe that this is also an emotion that we miss out on sometimes we feel discomfort and we're fearful or anxious and i believe that this could encourage us to really look into what is happening what is triggering us and even what to do when we're faced with situations where we feel we're not safe so the other thing that I believe is very critical to mention on the importance of us 
feeling our feelings is that they can also provide us with clues to ourselves so we get to know how we react to various emotions so this varies from individual to to from one individual to the next and we're able to know our desires by how things make us feel how people talk to us and what that makes us feel we're able to know our wants we're able to know our ambitions because if you're not comfortable at this state where you're doing something then you're able to go back to the drawing board and figure out what are your goals and how can you achieve them what do you need to be doing now so that you can alleviate this feeling of uncomfortability or fear or distrust whatever that may be so it is a very good way to provide us with clues to who we are to knowing ourselves better and ultimately acting on it so our feelings are very important but they can trick us as well if we dwell so much into them so if we are feeling sad and we wallow in that and we stay stuck in that situation then it could trick us to believing that that's the state in which we will always be which is not true and so we also have to train ourselves to be able to acknowledge our feelings feel them but also understand that they're temporary and to be able to have these small tools that we could use to get us out of those situations when we feel that we're stuck in a dark place for too long so they might actually magnify what you're feeling because in the heat of the moment if you're really angry then you would really see everything as magnified and everything as against you while that might not be the actual case so i believe that we should also be wary of not magnifying the issues that we're going through but also acknowledging them so we're not overly indulging in them but we're acknowledging that they are exist and that they are valid and that they're just indicators they could be motivators they could be a way for us to view things differently but not for us to wallow in that situation for too long so the opposite of us overindulging is repressing which is something that a lot of us do which is wrong and it could lead to actually physical ailments so you could actually have stomach aches abnormal uh, abnormal headaches you know abdominal pain back aches whatever that could be it could be influenced by you trying to suppress an emotion for too long so it could lead with to also numbing uh, techniques or numbing uh, behaviors which could be in overindulgence in alcohol drugs overeating overindulgence in work you know to an extent where you're actually really trying to avoid being insulted so that you don't deal with what is actually going on it could also lead to us oversleeping or uh, insomnia where we're not sleeping as well as we should it could lead us to obsessing over things that we shouldn't um, compulsive behaviors whatever that may be for you so i believe that we should work towards feeling our emotions to the right degree and i believe that emotional intelligence also plays a key role here trusting intuition plays a great role as well as just having and finding a balance so uh, knowing yourself and accepting yourself as you are I believe these are all factors that will affect how 
you feel and how your actions reflect on the scene. So with that said and shared, I just love us to remind ourselves that feelings are just but emotional energy and we decide what to do with that energy. The effort it takes for us to heal, for us to accept, is the same energy we will use to hold on to these emotions with so much strength and not let them go, not let ourselves heal. It's the same energy. So we choose what to do with it. We choose whether we want to be physically ill because we are holding on to our emotions or we're not trying to deal with them. We get to choose. And we also have to recognize that they are not personality traits. They're just energies that we feel, that we could transform, that we could change, but we cannot suppress. That's very key. So I'll just share what I believe are ways that you could actually feel your feelings. And the first thing is obviously just feeling it. So not to censor, not to block not to run away from it we should not tell ourselves that you know don't feel that that's wrong and i believe that because of the way society is set up we're taught to believe not to be angry that angry angry is a bad emotion or it tells um a tale of us being evil but that's something that we should also demystify anger is a valid emotion and it all it all depends on how we deal with it and how aware we are of when we are feeling angry so we should not tell ourselves that we should not feel these feelings because we will feel them people will make us angry people will disappoint us people will reject us and we cannot uh, falsify and begin to act as if we are unfazed we were actually hurt we are angry but how we deal with that is what counts and so we should not act as if certain emotions are things that we shouldn't feel or they make us evil people because they really don't they're not our personality traits so the next thing that we can do is also not pass judgment on ourselves we need to practice a lot of self-compassion i have an episode on this so do check it out but we need to really work on being kind to ourselves to forgiving ourselves we're worthy of it even when we feel we're not worthy we are worthy of being compassionate and being kind to ourselves it's because it's not going to take a snap of a finger for us to move from angry to happy it's going to take a lot of work it's going to take a lot of lessons it's going to take a lot of heart it's going to take a lot of hard work and so we have to be very aware of the steps we're making congratulate ourselves on every step learn what we can learn take what we can take do better next time it's not always going to be rosy or easy because healing never is and so the more we are kind to ourselves the more we are able to really be okay with feeling our feelings because we know that these are temporary and we know that we are still worthy of love even when we're not feeling enough love or joy in our lives so no passing of judgment to self when you're feeling these feelings they're natural that you know sometimes we can't even control them because they're uh, triggered by external factors but we have that responsibility to act on that 
so the next thing that i feel is that we should also look at what we can do to change or to be better after we have felt these feelings so if it is something that we can solve then we could work on that if it is, is it something that we could ask help uh, for maybe ask a friend ask a professional you know then we have to really figure out whether it's something that we could handle or something that a professional needs to handle then we need to see the thoughts or the feelings that are being brought about by us feeling the way we're feeling so sometimes dealing with feelings means a change of thinking is needed so sometimes the thoughts that we have are influencing our feelings and we need to be very aware of that so that we can do less of those thoughts because now we see how being angry affects us and affects the connections that we have and the people that are around us so we would be best suited not thinking those thoughts so if you're thinking of you know the past things that you can change and you see it affecting your present then it would be much more beneficial for you to actually focus on this present something that you could actually change rather than just wallow in the past because the past should be yes a good place for reference but not a place where you exist same as also just living too much into the future i know we fall short in this area specifically <laughs> i know i fall short in this area because i always want to have things planned out i always want to have things making sense i want to have the plan b but then if i'm not really here today then i won't know what i need for myself now and my now affects my tomorrow because my tomorrow will be filled with how i spent the whole of yesterday um thinking about the past or thinking about the future so there's not much i did yesterday so today i'll also be filled with regret and so one way to counter that is to see what small thing you can do today that will affect um, tomorrow positively instead of um, always just forecasting and thinking that you'll do those things in the future or those things need to be done by a certain time do one thing that will draw you a step closer to achieving that thing that you feel that you need to have accomplished in the future so that's also another area i feel that we could work on in order to be able to handle our emotions so nobody makes anyone feel this is an excerpt i got from a, a, a book that i was reading that nobody makes anyone feel no one is ultimately responsible for our feelings except us no more no matter how much we insist they are people also cannot change the way that we feel only we can do that i'll read that again nobody makes anyone feel no one is ultimately responsible for our feelings except us no matter how much we insist that they are people also cannot change the way we feel only we can do that so that's very important to know that you know uh, people don't make me feel some type of way i'm the one who decides to interpret that and transform that to me feeling some type of way i feel that this is greatly connected to the taking things personally which is something that a lot of us do 
and this should be a guide for us to not take everything personal because most of the emotions that we harbor or we take on um, so strongly are because of the things that people did and then we interpreted them as being a personal attack on ourselves or on our morals and so we become angry as a result or we become disappointed or we become uncomfortable but it really wasn't our burden to carry it might be a thing that they need to deal with but then we took it on as our own uh, baggage so no one is responsible for how I feel and also no one is responsible to get me out of the funk that I am in. I feel that's also a very important thing to mention because most of the times we want people to fix us. We want people to make us feel happy, but that's not their responsibility. We might actually be taking from their cup more than we should instead of feeling our own and being able to get ourselves out of these emotions that make us sad, make us uncomfortable, make us fearful. We need to have the tools within us to be able to save ourselves. Because you first start by saving yourself, then you save the next person. This is what usually applies. You can't save people while you yourself need saving. So we need to also take on that responsibility to be able to have those tools with us that help us feel, but also get out of that feeling, whether it means snapping out of those emotions that we feel are not helpful to us, seeking help, you know, solving it by ourselves, whatever that may be, I believe it's very important for us to figure out what it is for that works for us. So we, in the same breath, I believe that we are not responsible for anyone else's feelings. Codependents majorly believe that they are responsible for other people's feelings. So when someone is sad, you also have to take on that sadness. But what this does is that it is very selfish of the codependent because now they're taking on things and they're trying to solve your problems instead of allowing you to be able to deal with your emotions and get out of that funk. And so while we believe that we're being helpful, we're really not being helpful as codependents. If we are constantly trying to fix everyone else, get everyone else in a good mood, please everyone else who's around us, we're not really doing anyone any service. We're depleting from ourselves and we're also denying people the chance to grow and to see where they can improve. So that's something that's very important that we are not responsible for anyone else's feelings. They are responsible just the same way that we are responsible for our uh, feelings and accepting to feel at some type of way we are also not responsible for anyone else's feelings so this is in no way to mean that we cannot be considerate of other people's feelings by all means we need to be very considerate because we're not islands we need each other and so we owe each other the respect and just especially if it's someone who's close to you, then you really need to be considerate of their feelings. But what I mean by this is just consideration, you know, giving them space, holding space for them, not necessarily giving them advice or fixing their life. You could give them a listening ear if that's what you are able to do at that point, or just give them that space for them to feel their emotion, give them the solitude that they need. But 
the extent is what we need to be very careful of. So we're not overly doing things. We're not overly giving our two cents about everything that's going on with them. We're letting them uh, be themselves and deal with their feelings. So I believe that that's equally important. And with that, I'd love to wrap up this episode. And if there's anything you feel that I, you know, have mentioned that resonates with you on feeling your feelings and you want to work towards it, I would like to let you know that it's very possible and it takes steps. So be very gracious to yourself. Acknowledge all the small steps that you take in the positive direction. Correct yourself with love. Avoid the negative thoughts or negative self-talk that could come into play when you're feeling a bit low. You know, learn to feel those feelings. Don't hide them. And with time, you'll be more able to trust your gut more. Because most of the times, our gut lies to us because we're not even used to using it, you know. Or we're using it, we're so used to suppressing it. And we need to be comfortable with trusting our gut and working towards strengthening that muscle so that it doesn't give us wrong information. So I hope you have a lovely day ahead. Do take care and stay safe. See you.